Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's founder and CEO of Chambre Bleu. It's Michelle Fishering. Michelle, um, I could try to spell it, um, but because it's French, uh, (laughs) but here's to our friend that's listening to our conversation. Uh, Click around in your podcast app, find where it says show notes or whatever. I've got a direct link, Michelle, to your website there. Uh, But Michelle Fishering, uh, it's wonderful to have you. Tell me what you do. Josh, thanks so much. I'm a big fan of the podcast and honored to be here. I'll just got to give you a little shout out. Daily well, thank podcast. Thank you. Is, uh, I appreciate it. Impressive. It's you do an impressive job here. So um, thank you for having me. Um, I am oh, so many things. I'm like a multi-hyphenate dream over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm a writer, I'm a thinker. That's really um these are the words that really um define my identity, but in terms of practical work. <laughs> I am, I'm a researcher, I'm a publisher, and as the, as the founder and CEO of Chambre Blue and Chambre Blue Press, which um, are related entities, um, I help people take their big ideas, mature them, flush them out, um, figure out how to start talking and, and interacting with people as a thought leader, and then publish their books and soon to be also getting on stages. That's the kind of next evolution for me is helping people do that as well. Um, so that's in the works right now. And I do have, you know, I I have the ability to support people in it, but I'm not actively, um, pursuing, pursuing the speaking services right now, Sure. but, um, but so we, so I help people write their books and I just, I got to this point where I'm so, I was very unhappy with, um, as a writer and, and as a, um, a supporter of writers, really unhappy with the publishing industry. And I finally just asked myself, like, why continue to work within a broken system or not even work within, like why continue to beat against this broken system and instead use your skill set and <laughs> take your vision and start a publishing company and start helping people really bring their books into the world full circle. So it's, it's from beginning to end soup to nuts, all the things, um, instead of just saying, here's your book now have fun, (laughs) have fun trying to get this published. (laughs) Yeah. Michelle, what is the value of, um, identifying or, you know, truly owning being a thought leader as opposed to just an expert? Um, Well, I mean, in part, the value is what you ascribe to it, right? I mean, you, and I mean you as an individual, the difference, the biggest difference between an expert and a thought leader in my definition of the words is to me, an expert is somebody who um, provides information. So you're raising, you're raising someone's context, right? So somebody comes to you 
at understanding X about your industry and you raise them to Y. A thought leader doesn't just change your context and just give you information. A thought leader changes the way people think about things. And it's usually, it's a difference between providing answers as an expert and asking questions as a thought leader. And so it's asking these big questions that sometimes aren't answerable. It's giving a perspective. It's sharing here is a way instead of an expert saying here is the way. Um, it's not for everybody. And there's a lot of people who are saying, who call themselves thought leaders or a lot of people who um, support thought leaders and thought leadership. And I'm not sure that the term is necessarily always being used in um, maybe quite the same way I'm defining it here. So just in, this is how I define uh, thought leadership. Yeah. And, and why is, or, or what is, why is a book so critical to that transition from being an expert to uh, being a thought leader? Yeah. I mean, a book is not the only way to establish thought leadership. Like, let's just be clear on that. Um, but it is a great way. It is, you are sitting with somebody. I mean, how long does it take an average person? I, I read really fast, so I don't want to like be, but it takes, you know, like a couple of days, you can read mm -hmm. a book in a couple of days, but most people are spending, you know, maybe a week, maybe a month with your book and your ideas. And they're immersed in your world for that time each day or whatever that they're reading your book. That's a lot of impact. It's similar to a podcast in the amount of like the intimacy with which um, your listeners are engaged with you because of the podcast format, right? This is a very intimate format. Um, it develops connection and the ability to create thought leadership and to truly lead people and create impact in that way much more effectively than lots of other than like, let's say a social media post, right? Because that's quick and that's, it, you're not actually connecting any dots for anybody. You're not really connecting with somebody. Um, you don't develop intimacy. You could follow someone for years and have zero intimacy. Um, a book is similar to a podcast in that way. Um, there's this additional piece that, um, about a book that there is sort of a cultural, I won't say expectation, but certainly mm -hmm. a cultural value that when you have sure. put the effort, because it takes effort, when it, it takes effort, it takes time, it costs money, no matter how you go about it, you pour resources into writing a book, just like you pour resources into creating a podcast, right? It is not the cheap and easy way. It's not something that just anybody can just wake up one day and say, I'm going to write a book and start doing it and go. It takes preparation. It takes thought. It takes um, effort, attention. And, and the result of the rigor with which a book should be written, I don't like to use the word should, but there are people who will say, oh, write a book in a weekend, <laughs> write your book in three days. And I have a different perspective on that and those types of books, but the type of rigor that a thought leadership book is usually written with, it is, this is not a flash in the pan. This is not, I'm going to give you just enough to tantalize you, but then in order to get any results, you actually have to come join my program. This is, we're not talking about those kinds of books, right? Sure. But if you want to also, if you want to get on a stage, if you're speaking on stages, being a published author gives you so much more, um, 
not just credibility, but also yeah. I mean, for being honest, you can also make more money, <laughs> yeah. you know, as a, as a speaker with a published, as a published author. So there's a lot of reasons why getting your ideas out in the world in the form of a book. Um, it's just like, you just get a broader audience right. You can reach yeah. a broader audience than you can in, in just marketing your business through social media or right. even paid ads and things like that. I have had the opportunity to interview publishers, interview book coaches, uh, and, uh, you know, so there, there's obviously there are a lot of folks out there that if you're interested in, in producing a book or you're open to it, there are folks out there that can help you, but Michelle, no one quite like you. <laughs> and so who are you like a perfect fit for like, what, what sorts of things do you like to see in, in a great client that you know, that this is going to be a great match? Oh God, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> I like to work with thinkers. I like to work with people who have ideas and want to talk them through. And, and yes, there's a research element of, I mean, I say, of course, in the people that I like in my ideal people, these are people who want to go out and say, okay, I have this idea. I want to see what else is out there about it. I want to read. I want to learn. I want to understand. I want to talk about the ideas and, and in that talking and conversation process, we're maturing that idea into something that is this, it goes from being this, the, the coal, the messy coal to this like gorgeous diamond, right. Through the, the pressure test of the conversations and the developing and the working through. So for me, it isn't just about helping somebody write a book because that's, as you said, like a lot of people can do that. Um, I'll, I do have a skill set in that. I do have experience in that. I do. Absolutely but in like my dream client and my, and what I am uniquely qualified and uniquely, what I uniquely excel at mm. is actually architecting the ideas behind the book and then translating them into a book slash other types of thought leadership content or, you know, content, um, thought leadership materials. And, um, and then, bringing forth that book as a, as your publisher and um, putting, putting those books into the world. I think too, about Michelle, the, the opportunity that once we're, once we do the work and we get this put together and we've really distilled down our ideas, you know, what is the most valuable content that, that gets, you know, that makes the cut that's, that's going to be here. Um, you know, in that journey, you know, for someone who's been, maybe historically struggling with like, oh, I know I'm supposed to be sharing stuff on social and I need more content or I need more content for the blog or whatever. Um, listen, the exercise of producing a book is going to give you a lot of content on the front end during yes. the, the that process. And then once the book is published, you got at least two years worth of content <laughs> potentially uh, in that journey. Uh, awesome. Just, uh, you know, if I could share a bit about kind of what my experience is on the very, very front end of that process. Um, it, you know, when you start being so thoughtful about what is the thought that, that, you know, what is the impact that I'm making in the world? And what, you know, what is my unique perspective and message that I want to bring to the world and, and create change? Um, when, when we get into that groove of, of truly embracing that, yeah, you'll have no problem coming up with social media content, just to, just in case, you know, there's anyone's listening. It's like, oh, you know, I've been struggling with that as well. 
And it really mm-hmm. does. It's um, what can I ask you, you know, in take what I just shared there. And then what is, and I apologize, we don't have a whole lot of time. So I don't want to ask <laughs> you okay. a super big question. It's okay. But what is it, what is the what is the process like working with you ongoing? Okay. Okay. Um, so and you got you got 120 seconds. Go. <laughs> no, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, okay. So first of all, I will say, like, I don't really believe in cookie cutter solutions. Yes. Everyone is different. Every project is different. And and that's why I really um believe in, you know, in curating and, and cultivating something that's really specific for each person. But um after okay, so if we're working together from day one, we're developing your idea, we're we're doing all of the that thought leadership development. We're figuring out how to put your voice in the world. We're writing your book. We're publishing your book. I mean, super high level, right? We're publishing your book. Then we're looking at like, what's the speaking career? Like, what does that look like after that? Once your book is out in the world, we're continuing to work together to, as you said, like, right, develop that. What is that social media content? That's actually thought leadership content, not influencer, you know, not following an influencer business model, not following an expert business model, but how can you actually use social media as an effective tool? Because a lot of the people that I work with are like me and they don't really enjoy um, some of the shallow or the more shallow nature of social media. So how can we use it as a thought leader to truly move the needle forward on our ideas and, um, and contribute even in that small snippet of a way on social media, but in a bigger way, how can we use that as a tool? How can you create a program within your business that, that, you know, your someone would read your book and then roll into your program. Excellent way to get an ROI, you know, to really like see the return on investment with your book. How can we continue um, promoting and advertising and, and getting sales on that book today and 10 years from now, because writing a book is not a short-term strategy and it shouldn't be. It should be, and anybody who's saying like, here's the publication date and done it, you know, it, it, this is long-term, this is long-term, this is 10 years, this is far beyond that. And it can be, um, when you, when you develop a partnership with somebody who's really in your corner. So your website, Chambre Blue. And how do you, do you like my authentic French pronunciation of blue? I actually, I'm going to go practice. (laughs) Which is French for the blue room. Uh, And um, so when somebody goes there, what would you recommend that they do if they're like, okay, all right, I want want to hear a little bit more of Michelle here. Like what would be kind of the next steps? You would absolutely book a call. And I know, I mean, I feel as if some people are intimidated by that. Um, I'm not a, I'm not a, it's not a sales call. It's a consult. So we talk about where you are, what your goals are. And if working with me is not the right way, like, let's say you have a book, a manuscript already done, and we want to talk about publishing. And it turns out that for the goals of your book might make more sense to pursue a different publication pathway. I'm going to make that recommendation. I'm going to give you next steps. I'm not, I'm not here to mess with people. I'm not here for looking out for number one. I have a collaborative business model that is collaborative in nature. Like inherently it is my, one of my most important values. So when somebody comes into my world on a call, on a DM at, on Instagram or on LinkedIn or whatever, I'm there to help you get your idea in the world, even if it's not with me. So book a call, let's talk through your idea. Let's talk through your manuscript. Let's talk about your book, you know, whatever it is. And and see how I can support you. Michelle Fishering, again, you are the founder and CEO of Chambre Blue. Your website is chambrebleu.com. 
Uh, it's been a wonderful conversation, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.